Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome back to another episode of the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. I'm Joe DeLeo, and here with my co-host, Ryan Roberts, NFL Draft Analyst. Today, we're continuing on with the chillest and, and least entertaining position group but still we've got some fun we've got more fun names to talk about today coincidentally yesterday's episode uh for the guards as we talked about Emil Ekior and Andrew Voorhees um that actually got more pop than I think we were anticipating and I'm hoping today's show Ryan gets some good pop as well as we are talking about two tackles two left tackles that don't really have the physical profiles to play tackle at the next level but could translate into some pretty high quality guards that being Nick Breaker from Old Miss and Jordan McFadden from Clemson. Ryan, excited to talk about these guys? Yeah, man. Nick Breaker, good friend of the Believe in NFL Draft Prospect podcast, oh, did yes. come on last year. I'm so upset, Joe. I told you, I texted you this last night. I really wish we had enough film on um, Cooper Baby, man. I was just watching some cut your boys. Last night. Get your I boys. Don't worry, I'll, I'll get some film. Don't you worry about that. But I was watching just a little bit of some like some cut ups on a man and like some Deuce Vaughn cut ups and everything. And my guy is a dog. <laughs> He's a wall, man. A wall. Let, let's. I, I'm, I'm debating if we. Sh- no, I don't want to talk about him today. Let's well, I'm going to mention. I'm going to mention. Talk about him on. Yeah, let's talk about him on, the, on the recap show on, on the happen. ranking show. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's do it that way. And I'm curious to see how high up you are on him. Obviously, we're not going to get film on him in a day, but, you know, do, do your yeah. thing. You hit up the you, you know, you've got all these coaching credentials uh, as the as logins for these small schools. I think it's time to call in a, in a favor and see if you can get in into the Kansas State film room. Oh, what Coach Roberts? Coach Roberts can do some things. Co- co- some coach, stuff happens. Yeah, co- Coach Roberts. I believe the uh, the Kansas State coach was the North Dakota State coach. Yep, that yep. was where he came from. Mm-hmm. I'm sure blanking was. on his name though. So why don't you hit him up then? If you're such an no, FCS guy, such an FCS guy, man. I got I got no connections there. Uh, I'm no. I'm slowly working my way up. We'll, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. Speaking of getting there eventually, Ryan, I recovered from what was easily the stupidest bet that I've ever made. Right, I, I told you the angel story, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I told you the angel story. Uh, I decided that I was going to go big or go home, and I put my very last remaining dollars into a bet on the Colorado Avalanche on Bet Online, and that hit. So we're back in business, baby. We're rolling in a little bit of dough, Ryan. I am still you, a betting savant, and if you want to be a savant as well, head to Bet Online which is the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's Stanley Cup playoffs, Major League Baseball, and the latest fighting news. I did it again. News. News. Even next season's early NFL futures. 
Head to their website today or use your mobile device to <laughs> sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get that bonus. Bet online where the game starts. Right. I don't, I don't I don't know what it is about interior offensive linemen, but they make you say nudes a lot. It's really weird. I, I was gonna say I must have like bonked my head or something, and the the little whatever brain cell that was responsible for correctly pronouncing the word news is just not functioning anymore, and it it keeps mixing up that and nudes. But maybe maybe you're still jet lagged. Uh, when did when did you fly back in? Might still be jet, jet uh, I got in on uh, I got in on Saturday, but guess what? I'm coming back. I'm going to be in New Jersey Fourth uh, of July weekend. So what do we do? What are we doing for the Fourth of July? Where are we going? Well, on the Fourth of July, actually, uh, we're uh, driving down to Myrtle Beach for a week. Oh. So okay, so uh, I get a room, obviously. Yes. Yeah. You can, you can stay here as long as you feed the dog. Make sure you feed <laughs> no, I mean, dog. in Myrtle beach, I'm coming on the family trip, right? I'm, I mean, you I'm, can meet I'm us out of Myrtle beach. You're, I'm an extension of the family. You're not going to stay in Myrtle beach with us, but you can come mm. down and hang out in Myrtle beach with us. Uh, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. It's <laughs> going to be the NFL draft prospects retreat. Uh, Sean will come meet us too. Ryan, let's talk about these two prospects. Uh, I want to start with Jordan McFadden, who physically is is one of the strangest guys uh, I've evaluated just because of his his physical profile mm-hmm. he played left tackle for Clemson last year and I first of all I gotta say this is a football guy right here he's got the the neck roll going on in some of his games and he's wearing the neck roll and it really doesn't help with his his strange build my man is built like Mike Wazowski the, the- <laughs> <laughs> because he's He's so top heavy, and then his legs are not that big, but the neck roll makes him look so much rounder. I told you you were going to laugh at that, or you either were going to hate me for saying it. I'm actually crying. But I'm right. I'm right. <laughs> I I had no idea where you were going with that. Like, honestly, I, I, I said before the show, I thought you were going to compare him to, like, Blastoise or no. something like that. Or um, what was the other Pokemon that was a uh, Golem, right? Was the, was yeah, the Golem with the head Golem, that, yeah. that's, that stuck out. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't wait to tell my wife that she loves Monsters Inc., dude. Like she loves it. That's that's fantastic content. Oh my but God. he's he's for anyone who's who thinks I'm BSing, go look him up. Without the <laughs> neck roll, he's a very top heavy round guy. He's got a little bit of a actually a bigger gut than most guys going on. And then he wears the neck roll too, so he looks even rounder. His lower <laughs> half does not fit his upper body. It's it's very strange, and I think he loses out on some strength from that that physical profile. Have you ever seen The Replacements? I have, but so long ago. Uh, I mean, you need to go watch it. So there were two twins, the Jackson brothers. They were the starting guards for the team. And the one was significantly shorter than the other one. It did not look like an NFL offensive lineman. He had the same look. Like, he was just like a ball, <laughs> like a round ball. Uh, so funny. I literally just texted a friend about him it was lorenz and i was like i've never seen a body type like jordan mcfadden in my scouting career it is bizarre man because yeah. he he's 33 and a half inch orbs uh, uh, yeah so the, the the exact measurements that we have on him is yeah. 6 to 305 which is stumpy 33 and a half inch arms as you said and then nine inch hands which is which that's also odd because like his arms are long despite being short, but his hands aren't that big. Like it's such a right. weird disproportion. He's, he's a weird body type, man. He's, I thought you might come with the dump truck thing again. Cause he's a little dumpy. 
He is. He's. I, so I made an indication in my notes. I thought that he is a, a hair stiff. Uh, it, it, he, he's an interesting evaluation because I think if he was a little bit taller and if his if his legs were built out a little bit more, he could be more effective. But he's so top heavy; it limits him a little bit. The oh, thing yeah. I the thing I did like about him, which is something we I feel like we talk about the opposite for a lot of these later round guys. It, I, I felt that strongly that he has really good understanding of angles and placement and he knows where he needs to be and his, his footwork is, is pretty clean. Yep. No, I, I agree with you. I, I think we have a similar, I thought he played like a robot, which is, yeah. the te- I mean, but to be fair, technically speaking, he's solid, like you said, and he takes good angles to the second level and he usually cuts off blocks pretty well and he does everything. Everything's pretty solid. My, my biggest issue with Jordan McFadden is when he has to redirect in space or when he has to use flexibility mm-hmm. to recover, like, ah, man, no, 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 no. Like his body just is not built like that, man. Like it's, it's weird. And then he lunges sometimes where his chest yeah. gets over his toes a little bit. And it's very odd when you consider that he has pretty long arms. I know he doesn't have a ton of height to him, but like you have a shorter frame and you have long arms. I wouldn't think that you're much of a waist bender as much as he is. He's, He's an odd player, man. Like he's really odd. He, they, they have these types of guys though, because I remember they had um, Clemson had Tremaine Ancrum, who was a right tackle for them, who's now a guard for the Rams, and he was actually a similar body type. He was like six two and some change, and like three oh five, three ten, somewhere in that ballpark. And they had the same issues. Like they're just kind of stiff and robotic, and but they pl- but they're technically pretty sound football players. So I look into Jordan McFadden, I'm like. He's probably going to last in the league because he's yeah. played a ton of football. He's got some displacement power. His power profile is pretty good, to be honest. When he gets hands on folks, he can yeah. he do it. It's just sometimes his targets are a little off because he's just not a super flexible athlete, man. Like he's just, I don't know. He's a, and I was fully transparent with this one, Joe, this morning when I was texting Lorenz. I don't understand. I don't quite understand Jordan McFadden. I don't quite get him. I don't. I didn't hate his film. I didn't. It was solid. His body type, man, just really throws me off. I don't know what to make of him. Like, I, yeah, I, I think he's a draftable player. I think he'll mm-hmm. be drafted somewhere on day three because he his film is solid. Like, he doesn't get beat much, really. I, I saw in the. Did you watch the Iowa State game at all? I'm trying to remember. I think that might have been the game I watched. So I watched him against. Will yeah, McDonald. it was. It was. I watched. I watched him against Will McDonald, who we'll talk about during Edge Week, who's a really talented pass rusher, and he got him to overset a ton. And Will McDonald kept getting like inside rips on him and stuff. And that's why he's not yes. an offensive tackle, obviously. But it's just I think that kind of really highlights the stiffness that he has as a player. Like just redirecting in space is not going to be his thing. One thing I wanted to throw in on maybe some negatives to his technique. I, I, I felt like he's kind of high for a player of his, his height. Like I, I think that he didn't sink into his hips. Weird. Well, enough. I know I was like, why is he still playing so high? You usually expect these stockier linemen to sit into their stances a little bit more. And you, you we talked about this, uh, about Ekior is, is like, you would hope that he has better leverage in, in those circumstances. But I, I think with McFadden, I, I'd be more willing to buy into him. If he had a more natural, physical profile and i Mm -hmm. i think there's definitely value to what he's done 
I do agree, though, he's hard to really figure out because I need to see what he does at guard, and I wish he was playing guard, but it's not going to happen because I think the evaluation would be much easier. I don't think it's a one-in-one projection to assume that this guy is going to be playing uh, at, you know, at guard at the next level and he can do it at a high level. I see starter upside. I see that capability. I think he needs to just – he needs more strength in his ass. I feel like all of it is in his upper body right now. Yeah, he has he has really strong upper body though. Really str- like when he gains extension in the run game, he's got some pop to him, man. There's some pops in the pop in those hit uh, in those mitts. I'll say this: I think some people are going to try to compare him to Isaiah Wynn that came out of Georgia. That's the starting left tackle now for the New England Patriots because they're similar body types. Even though I think Wynn's arms are even shorter than a guy like him, um, than him. But I just think McFadden is. He's got to play guard. Like he's got it. I, I don't think he has any chance to stay outside, despite having decent length for his height. But just a mixed bag, man. Like really, honestly, I, because I, I liked a lot of what he did on film. I thought there was a lot of technical soundness and stay power, and just maybe he's not my type. He might not be my type. I don't know. Ah, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know what to make of him, Joe. This is the yeah. weirdest one, man. I usually have really. Like absolute, yes, absolute understanding, at least in my process and what I see as a player. And I'm just like, for him, I'm just like, he could be have stay power on the next level, or he's just not going to be a fit. I don't know which one it is, man, but there are things to like. He's just a tricky evaluation, in my opinion, like very tricky. Yeah, tricky evaluation. And, and like, you kind of get these guys with these physical profiles, like they typically play at the FCS level. They're usually not going and playing at a Clemson. Like like you usually have the undersized guys that turn into NFL guys from, or not necessarily turn into NFL guys, but undersized linemen typically go and play at the FCS level. It's very rare. And I I think it's, it's going to make him an outlier. It's going to be one of those things where it's like, well, do I really want a guy that's this short and stocky, Right, but he's he does so well. It's just a difficult full-on projection for him. I, I think for me, having seen some of these other guys, I was definitely the most disappointed with yesterday's show and the guys that we evaluated. Sure. I like the fact that he and Breaker, who we're going to talk about in a second, have both played tackle, and I think that there are advantages to knowing the nuances of tackle and making the transition to guard because it allows you to understand how to play in space a little bit more. You've got less room to work with. Um, I think it requires a lot more mental processing to play tackle, all those things. That to me is a positive for a guy like McFadden. I would mm-hmm. take him early day three. I, I, I think would that, you? I don't want to spoil my rankings, but I would slot him after Osiris Torrance, but early day three. I was going to ask you, because you you liked Voorhees yesterday more than um, mm-hmm. Ekior, which we both did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we both did. I. I feel like I'm a little higher even on Voorhees, even though he unfollowed me yesterday for some reason. Um, you yeah, kids, man. Yeah. Um, so you you like you like McFadden more than Voorhees, though, huh? Yes. I I it's I, I'm I'm in the same bit as you, man. I'm in the same boat as you right now, where I am. Yeah. I want to be higher on him, and I want to like him more because I liked what he did. He's very technically. Uh, not te- very technically sound. He's just more technically further along than a guy like Voorhees, which is why I like him. But the physical limitations mm-hmm. are are why I'm slotting him where I'm slotting him. I just thought that there wasn't a whole lot for me with Voorhees for for me to be high on him. Right. No, that makes sense. It makes sense. Do you know, I was just combing through the database. You know that um, 
McFadden has a longer wingspan than George, than um, Jalen Duncan from Maryland. Does he really? Yeah, he's got I a thought... six nine six nine wingspan, and Duncan's got a six eight wingspan. I don't. Th- who built this man? <laughs> right, it's it's so weird, man. He's. Uh... A, I would love to meet his parents to see what they look like. To be honest, I, <laughs> I, wanna, I, I just want to do some study on this family to see how this happened. <laughs> like, it, right. It, I would like to say this though about about McFadden. He is the best offensive lineman on Clemson by a large margin. Yeah, that was awful. So I will say he's he's a good player, and everybody else is like, man. I I do want to throw in there before we move on to Breaker. It is so disappointing the lack of development. It feels like for these Clemson offensive linemen because over the years it has been horrendous. It has been terrible, and honestly, I I I blame. McFadden being stuck at tackle, like I think his projection would be easier if he was playing guard if they had better developed other guys to play tackle. I think it's really stupid that he's playing tackle because it might actually hurt him a little bit uh in his yeah. in his evaluation. Yeah. He um because Clemson, I mean, who's their best? Actually, I've done the research on this, so I shouldn't ask the question. They had Jackson Carmen that was drafted in the second round. What was that last year? Crash, two yeah. years ago. Well, the, wait, what do we consider last? It was 2021. Last year, two cycles ago. We'll say yeah. it like that. So, Joe, you know that they've never had Clemson has never had an offensive lineman drafted in the first round. Like Doesn't ever historically, me. like ever. So it's pretty, pretty crazy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He um he's the best offensive lineman on that team by a large margin. It's not even close. So there's there's the positive to it. Brian, let's talk about Breaker, who is very improperly. I know it is good. That's a football guy name right Nick there. Breaker, Nick, Nick Breaker. Breaker. I'm going to break you. Know, you. Uh, you know he doesn't there play a, like a Breaker though. No, he doesn't. <laughs> you know, um, there was a, uh, uh, what was his name? There, there was a linebacker for Notre Dame in like the late '80s, '90s. Oh. That name was like Stonebreaker or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah. a name! What a name! Nick Breaker, though. Uh, improperly categorized and measured on the old Miss website. Uh, I love to. I love that McFadden is at least close. Instead, Breaker, who's listed at six foot five, is actually only six foot three, a little under six foot four, three seventeen, uh, thirty-two inch arms, nine inch hands, and then a seventy-eight inch wingspan. So, length is there for a guard. Um, I admittedly did not get as deep in on him as I did McFadden because it was just so perplexed by McFadden that I wasted too much time on him. Yeah. But Breaker, I want to get your thoughts more on him because I think you did a full evaluation for last cycle too, which makes this really interesting. Yep. The major thing that stood out to me, I liked various aspects of his game. And I think the angles and the hand placement could have been a little bit cleaner, but you see you know, effectiveness in various levels. I just didn't like how much he lunges and leans when he blocks. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like you mentioned the the chest over your toes thing is the mm-hmm. last thing that you want with an offensive lineman. I think if you coach that out of him, I, I think he's yeah. a really good guard. Yeah, no, I, I I actually like Breaker a lot. I was talking with Lorenz again about him this morning a little bit because I, I really do like his film a lot. I agree with you. The length shows up on his film a ton, especially in the run game because he gets – extended because he just doesn't have as much reach to get into chess and do all that type of stuff. I'll say this though, functionally pretty good athlete. 
right? Like he can move a little bit. He's he's solid. That's why he's played left tackle for the majority of his career. I was about to post a tw- uh, uh, a um a clip on Twitter, Joe. I don't know if you watched the Texas A and M game at all, but he had a good game. I, I did. Leal. I did watch a little bit of the, the. That was what I was watching was the Texas A and M game. He he had a good game against the Marvin yeah. Leal man. Like he plays. Long. Yeah, who who is longer, a lot longer than him, but. It, but I really think Breaker plays with a good base. He's got some pop in his lower half, and he he stays within his frame a nice amount of the time. Just there is certain instances, like you illustrated already, where he gets a little overextended, mm-hmm. loses his balance, chest goes too far over his toes, like all that good stuff. But for the most part, he does play pretty controlled, and he gets yes. inside, and he stays compact, and he works within his frame pretty well for the most part. So that, part. that was the funky thing with him is that he's lunging, and his, his chest is over his toes a lot on these reps, but he's not losing them, which is really right. funny because usually you see guys like that, and they like propel themselves, and they launch themselves, and they just whiff, and they miss, and they're out of position. But he's just he just blocks weird. He just He's yeah. just always in front of himself. He's always has his upper body ahead of his lower body. He's out of position, but he's like strong enough and has good enough body control to still finish the reps and, and not lose them. It's that's why I think if you clean that up, like he could be a really good guard. Yeah. He's a little unorthodox. I have a comparison here, Joe ready. I'm All pulling right. up measurements to illustrate this. Yeah. It's, it's pretty on par. Um, so he reminds me a little bit of Jack Driscoll that came out of Auburn a couple years ago. Who's now a really nice utility player for the Eagles yeah. may, may start a guard this year, but he's played some tackle. He's played some guard. The thing I like about about Breaker is, although I don't think he's going to ever be a starter at offensive tackle, I do think he can get you out of a game because he doesn't lose a ton of reps. Some of the reps are ugly. Some of them are like him holding on for dear life, but he doesn't really lose a ton, man. At least he loses slowly, right? So Jack Driscoll came to the combine. He was... Six foot four, 306 pounds, 33 inch arms. So a little bit of a smaller guy, right? Breaker's arm length is even smaller than a Jack Driscoll. But this is what he reminds me of. I think early on in his career, he comes in. He's a swing player, mostly playing guard, but he can give you some spots at, at tackle if you're in a bad pinch, if you're in an emergency and get you out of a football game potentially. But maybe he could even take some snaps at center. Like I wouldn't, I yeah. wouldn't be. Yeah. I think he's a good enough athlete to do that. So I think he's kind of a jack of all trades type of player. Like I think that he's going to play multiple spots and then like Driscoll, who's now fighting for a starting job for the Eagles. Now I think of like year three, that's what I see with the Nick breaker. Like I could see him year two, year three, whenever he's really getting acclimated and he's grown fully into his body. Cause the other thing we didn't mention is the kid's still only 21 years old. Although he's a fourth year senior and is going to be a four year starter for Ole Miss. He's only 21 because he he was a true he didn't redshirt he came in and he played a lot of football freshman all American really successful and accoladed football player so there's still room to grow in my opinion so I think he has some developmental potential as a starting guard to next level but I think early on in his career he's going to be a player that is going to back up multiple spots like I think that that's the initial spot for Nick Breaker and that is very valuable for a team I think that he has. Enough athleticism, enough understanding of how to play within his frame, and just high quality. I mean, like a lot of experience. I think that that's going to do a lot for Nick Breaker on the next level. Ryan, I want to just get your projection on him. I, I don't think I have enough on on uh, admittedly on him to fully project where he goes. 
I feel like we just the, the default for these guards is day three, day three, day three. But wh- where do you see him? I, I think fourth round is a good spot, though. I know we say like day three, day three, day three, but I think this I think this kid has a lot of potential as a swing at very worst. So I think he's going to be drafted somewhere early day three. I think he had a decent grade on NFS, pretty solid. But this kid, I think, could be a top 150 type of player. Like I think that's very possible, and I think he has he has value on the next level for sure. Yeah, what's his name? What's his name? We completely disagree with, though. I think McFadden. But go ahead. Well, yeah, because I think you're less willing to buy into the the the. You're less willing to put up with the physical limitations. I don't know why I am. Yeah, it is what it is. Ryan, I think that's going to wrap us up on. We've got our full position rankings coming up. That is going to be on uh, our next episode, so stay tuned for that. Hit subscribe so you don't miss out. At Joe DiLeo and at Ryzen Draft, at NFL Prospects Pod, Hack City on YouTube, and wherever you're listening in on audio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.